You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Between all this wild weather, long weekends and school holidays, there's been a lot of time spent hanging around indoors lately. And if you're starting to feel as bored as your littlies, maybe it's time to get your craft on. If you're like me, you probably have a great collection of crafty bits and bobs that you've saved and stored. Well, actually, what I did was panic before the Easter holidays and went and bought a whole lot of stuff. Um, But, you know, what do you do with it once you've got all the sequins and the flowers and the bits of lace and whatnot? Here to give us some holiday inspiration is the talented Lucy Bingsley. She's a children's book illustrator and one very crafty mum who can whip up a mermaid costume with one hand while building Play-Doh castles with the other. Hi, Lucy. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Siobhan. Thank you. Not quite with one hand. That'd be nice, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I actually wouldn't mind seeing that myself. Um, so you're an artist I and am. someone who loves doing creative play with the children. What do you get out of that? Um, I suppose it's like any parent where we tend to entertain our kids with what our strengths are. And it's a nice time, nice way for me to sit down with the kids and do something with them while just sort of relaxing myself. Um, because I'm an artist, I find just sitting tinkering and drawing really quite soothing. And it's lovely to do that with them too. And it's a way for me to enjoy myself without getting too bored, I suppose. It's very easy to do that when you're entertaining the kids. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and And for the children, I mean, most of us appreciate just how much they love art and craft. Have your kids always been into it? Um, I wouldn't say always. My daughter's nearly five and it probably took her until she was about two to really sort of start to get into it. I think I tried and tried before then and she would sit maybe for five minutes at a a time. Um, But now she's just really taken it up and it's lovely to see her now because it's a way for her to calm herself, which I think is such a wonderful skill in little kids. So if she's feeling a little overwhelmed and things are a bit noisy, I see her just head off to her craft drawer and start making something quietly on her own. I just think that's fabulous. And I really need to know, how how do you keep your craft drawer functioning? Because what I see (laughs) happen in my house is that I get all these ideas of things I should collect, like toilet rolls and empty tissue boxes and whatnot. And then I'll go back to the craft box and it's full of drawings they've done or really or really old toilet paper rolls that they've never used. Do you have a turnover or how do you keep Um, on top of that? I suppose I do occasionally. What I actually do is have two. So I have a box that's mine and I keep things like beads and sequins and all the things that might just go crazy and the paints. And then I have one that's just my daughter's and you could use a box or a drawer or anything and she collects her own things and puts them in here. And that's really her domain. I don't bother with that too much. It's a complete mess, but it works for her. I Um, love that. And especially the part about holding back because when I say I went online and went crazy, I I did and mm. I got lots of sequins and stuff and I was thinking, oh, but when do I give them to her? Because yeah. she's just going to use them all at once and then sure. we won't have anything left. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, kids are great collectors of treasures. So my daughter also has just a little plastic box that's got compartments and you buy them for beads and things. And uh, she has this wonderful treasure box with the compartments and she just puts little beads and things in there herself. So she finds a way of organizing them. And usually they're just stashed in her bedside drawer, but every now and then she'll find something to do with them and she'll go off and get them. So that's sort of her thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't put everything 
in the craft drawer would just be <laughs> absolute chaos if I did. <laughs> All right. So um, what are your must-haves for a decent craft box? That's a good question. Um, something I really love that's often overlooked are just sheets of felt. And you can buy them quite cheaply, a few cents each, and usually you can get them from a craft store or from Spotlight or somewhere like that. And they come in many different colours, and you can really do anything with them because you can cut them and they don't fray, they stick together nicely, you can cut bits and stick them on paper, and you can make flowers, all sorts of things out of them. So I really love just a few bits of coloured felt, and they seem to last forever because they're just an A4 size, but they go on and on. Yeah. Um, a good glue is always nice too. It's Gloopy so glue? Oh, or is it the dry stick glue? I like the, the runny glue, but it's in a stick that's sort of got a bit of a meshy end, so it's oh. not too messy. I I've got to find out where you got that style. From. Yeah, I like that. But I also have, and not everybody would want to get one of these, but I have a hot glue gun that I use. So if there's something that's really tricky that my daughter desperately wants to stick together, I'll just I'll do that Because there are times out. that, can I say... Um, Lucy and I, I haven't mentioned this before, but Lucy and I, our children went to the same daycare where we discovered this amazing tape, the silver tape. Oh, the silver tape. I was going to say that. Silver next. tape <laughs> for everything. What's it called? Quick sticks. Yeah, it's terrific. And then and I, instead of hot glue guns, I just get yep. out it. Because no, that works that's on what everything. we do too. And it's strong and you can, you know, build cardboard castles out of the stuff. It's fabulous. Mm, and they uh, can use it themselves. Absolutely. So it's easy to, to use. Yes. So I yeah. was going to say that next. The silver tape's great. And it is sort of hard to find. Um, but if you can buy, I buy bulk and buy about five rolls of the stuff and it lasts forever. It's yeah, great. I've still got <laughs> yeah. several at home. Just, you're listening to Kindling Conversation and I'm speaking with Lucy Billingsley, who's an il- illustrator, and we're calling her a crafty mum. <laughs> it sounds like you're kind of a little bit Machiavellian. It does. Thank you. Mom. I like the way it sounds. <laughs> So um, you have got a lovely box here full of interesting-looking things. Do you want to take us through? I mean, you'll have to use descriptive language for yes, those that yes. cannot see. <laughs> it's a little tricky. And we'll pop, we'll pop images up on the website later. But um, actually, can we start with your... Absolutely. Your tissue box here. Yes. This is great. Well, obviously, you know, we're all touting the joys and, and the good side of collecting recyclable materials for making crafts. And this is a tissue box, but I really love crafts that turn into costumes and play because it really extends the activity and the kids can keep, you know, otherwise a craft activity often lasts 10 minutes and then they're often sitting there and what do you do with it? Because you're not allowed <laughs> to throw it out, but they don't yes. do anything with it. Yes. So this is a dinosaur slash monster shoe. <gasps> oh, brilliant. And so I collect the craft box, uh, the uh, tissue boxes and they paint them, stick things on, go crazy. And I've actually used just some kitchen sponge cut into some triangles here and stuck those on as big claws. And then the kids can stick their feet in and walk around in them. And oh, they're lots of fun. Brilliant. <laughs> really easy, but lots of fun. Oh, I love that. Mm, thank and you. what else is there in there, you think? Well, I'm also a really big fan of collecting art materials. Firstly, so you don't have to go and buy a million things, but secondly, because it really stretches out the activity again. So we go for a walk just around the neighbourhood, we collect what we need, and then we come back and make with it, and it can turn a 10-minute activity into a half-hour activity. So I've got here, this one is actually a fairy stick. So we just found a stick, and my daughter likes to collect sticks, which is endlessly annoying. (laughs) (laughs) And she's painted it and we've stuck some ribbons on the end and a few sequins. Again, sequins, there you go. Yes. And fairy stick or it could be a dancing stick, anything you like. It's quite simple, just any scraps. And I also find that scraps of old 
kids' clothes make really good craft materials. So tutus, things like that, that wear out really fast. Yeah. You can rip them up into pieces and they're really terrific And materials. I love the ribbons on that too. That's Yeah, beautiful. and these are all collected from birthday presents that people have given and we just throw them in the craft drawer. Yeah. Um, another thing you can make is a mobile. So we've used, again, a stick. I love it. That's perfect for a mobile, isn't it? And your keys it are is. attached My to it My keys are well. attached, yeah. <laughs> And some wool wrapped around and a few strings of wool hanging down. And on the strings, we've got some beads and things. But really, you could use shells, leaves, sticks, anything at all. Yeah. Um, And this usually hangs on the back of my daughter's door. And she just loves this. She spent ages making that one. That's beautiful. Yeah. I also really love to collect um, leaves and flower petals and have the kids draw a little picture of themselves and then decorate the picture. So make their clothes out of leaves and flowers. But one of my favorites, and we come back to this all the time and they don't seem to get sick of it, is just to get a little um, egg carton and a little piece of Play-Doh in each of the egg cups. And then they can actually plant leaves and sticks and flowers straight into them. And they all stand up and they turns into a lovely garden. It could be a fairy garden garden or a dinosaur land and then they often make little butterflies and get their toys and put it in and they play with it and it's really fun it's very effective and very quick I was gonna say because what I love about all these things you're showing us is that um, yeah it doesn't feel like you had to run out to the shop and because I'm always thinking oh what do I need to put in a craft box and once you have a few things there really the possibilities are endless and I think often the kids will just find what they want to decorate their items with so you sort of start them off a bit and then they'll just add to it Mm. and we have here some little stones and shells that we've painted as well and we've collected those and just a little brush and they've put little patterns all over them and they actually make a really beautiful little art piece we stack them up on the shelf and they look gorgeous together and we can keep building yeah adding to that yeah um and another thing that people i think you know people collect the recyclables but something people forget to collect is um just bits of old broken toys things from around us bottle lids um but that you know bits of lego old broken cars and i just have a little tub i throw those in you know when you find a piece and you don't know where it's from and you don't know what to do with it and you can stick them on boxes or photo frames and make it or just even make a collage with bits of old broken toys i swear we have got so much of that stuff that just <laughs> feels like landfill from kinder surprises oh, there and you go and you could make jewelry out of it you could really just do anything they can stick it all over a hat it can and then they really my daughter's got a few treasure boxes she has that she's made by sticking bits all over the outside and she just loves them oh that's I'm so inspired um (laughs) so what do you I don't I kind of feel like you probably never run out of inspiration but um (laughs) if you're feeling that your creativity well is running a bit dry where do you go to get ideas I'm a big fan of Pinterest I really love Pinterest and so I pop on there and often just put in something like kids craft activity and I come up with all sorts of ideas and even if I don't do something from there I just end up finding some inspiration somehow. I recently found um, how to make your own chalk, chalkboard chalk and we had a great time making that so you can just buy a bag of plaster of Paris from a craft shop really cheaply and mix it with some paint and put it in some little moulds, little plastic cups and, uh, and then go and draw on the pavement with it. That was really fun. Oh, wow. And all those recipes are always available on Pinterest. They're very easy to find. 
You need to run classes. <laughs> I'd come. <laughs> I would totally had time. come. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because you've got two young children and yeah. work, and you can afford to teach us non-crafty parents how to oh, do things. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Lucy, thank you so much for coming in. You're I have sure. honestly. I'm going to go away and try some of these things. I hope so. I don't think they're going to look as good though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you who should be making them. That's anyway. right. That's right. <laughs> Lucy, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Siobhan. Thanks for having me. That's Lucy Billingsley. She's an illustrator and very crafty mum. And I didn't really mean in the Machiavellian sense. She's very talented. We'll pop some photos of what Lucy was talking about up online so you can see just how she's made these things with her kids. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible. And you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.